Blog Talk Radio. There was a lawyer once. His name was Francis Scott Key. He penned a song that I'm sure you're aware of. You've seen it. It's in most hymnals throughout our churches. It's called the National Anthem. It is our song as an American. We go, however, to a ball game. We stand in our church services and we sing the words of that song. And they float over our minds and our lips and we don't even realize what we're singing. Most of us have memorized it as a child, but we've never really thought about what it means. Let me tell you a story. Francis Scott Key was a lawyer in Baltimore. The colonies were engaged in vicious conflict with the mother country, Britain. Because of this conflict and the protractedness of it, they had accumulated prisoners on both sides. The American colonies had prisoners and the British had prisoners. And the American government initiated a move. They went to the British and they said, let us negotiate for the release of these prisoners. They said, we want to send a man out to discuss this with you. They were holding the American prisoners in boats about a thousand yards offshore. And they said, we want to send a man by the name of Francis Scott Key. He will come out and negotiate to see if we can make a mutual exchange. On the appointed day in a rowboat, he went out to this boat and he negotiated with the British officials. And they reached a conclusion that men could be exchanged on a one-for-one basis. Francis Scott Key, jubilant with the fact that he'd been successful, went down below in the boats, and what he found was a cargo hold full of humanity, men. And he said, men, I've got news for you tonight. You're free. He said, tonight I have negotiated successfully your return to the colonies. He said, you'll be taken out of this boat, out of this filth, out of your chains. As he went back up on board to arrange for their passage to the shore, the admiral came and he said, we have a slight problem. He said, we will still honor our commitment to release these men, but it'll be merely academic after tonight. It won't matter. And Francis Scott Key said, what do you mean? He said, well, Mr. Key, he said, tonight we have laid an ultimatum upon the colonies. Your people will either capitulate and lay down the colors of that flag that you think so much of, or you see that fort right over there, Fort Henry? He said, we're going to remove it from the face of the earth. He said, how are you going to do that? He said, if you will, scan the horizon of the sea. And as he looked, he could see hundreds of little dots. And he said, that's the entire British war fleet. He said, all of the gunpowder, all of the armament is being called upon to demolish that fort. It will be here within striking distance in a matter of about two and a half hours. He said, the war is over. These men would be free anyway. He said, you can't shell that fort. He said, that's that's a large fort. He said, it's full of women and children. He says, it's predominantly not a military fort. He said, don't worry about it. They said, we've left them a way out. And he said, what's that? He said, do you see that flag way up on the rampart? He said, we have told them that if they will lower that flag, the shelling will stop immediately. And we'll know that they've surrendered, and you'll now be under British rule. Francis Scott Key went down below and told the men what was about to happen. 
how many ships? He said, hundreds. The ships got closer. Francis Scott Key went back up on top and he said, men, I'll shout down to you what's going on as we watch. As twilight began to fall and as the haze hung over the ocean as it does at sunset, suddenly the British war fleet unleashed. <clears throat> he says the sound was deafening. There were so many guns that there were no reliefs. He said it was absolutely impossible to talk or hear. He said suddenly the sky, although dark, was suddenly lit. And he says from down below, all he could hear the men, the prisoners, saying was, tell us where the flag is. What have they done with the flag? Is the flag still flying over the rampart? Tell us. One hour, two hours, three hours into the shelling, Every time the bomb would explode and it would be close to the flag, they could see the flag in the illuminated red glare of that bomb. And Francis Scott Key would report down to the men below, it's still up. It's not down. The admiral came and he said, your people are insane. He said, what's the matter with them? He said, don't they understand this is an impossible situation? Francis Scott Key said, he remembered what George Washington had said. He said, the thing that sets the American Christian apart from all other people in the world is he will die on his feet before he'll live on his knees. The Admiral said, we have now instructed all of the guns to focus on... All right, everybody. Hopefully everybody can hear me fine here. Uh, I'm trying not this, uh, this microphone. I don't like using microphones, but uh, I think I, I hopefully hopefully everybody can hear me fine. I don't know. I don't have any. Uh, I got one person in the chat room there, so uh, I guess everybody's late here. I I don't know if I could play any clips though. I'm gonna try and see what happens here, and see what see, just see what happens here real quick. And uh, if I can, let's see. Well. I think it's time to, to convert. All right, that don't work, obviously. Okay, that's not working. Let's try this one real quick. I don't see many people in the line here trying to find something. All right, it's not working. All right, okay. All right, that's not enough. I can't play clips that way. All right, so what I'll have to do is I got another way I can do it the backup way. Okay, good. All right, that that one actually is a pretty good clip, actually. It's uh, Edward Griffin exposes the cancer conspiracy. Actually, that uh, just came out, actually. So that's, that's pretty darn good. Um, you know, uh, Elon Musk clone tells Alex Jones it's easier to destroy than create. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Just do the math. Democrat Barbara Lee defends $50 minimum wage proposal. Minimum wage proposal. $50, $50 minimum wage proposal. Imagine that, huh? That's, uh, that was two hours ago. Uh, let's see here. Tucker tells World Government Summit that U.S. is using its power as a force for evil. Um, 
you know, so many stories out there. I just don't know. I mean, it's 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 we're not getting down to what's really happening out there. Um, even in the alternative media now, I notice this this is all you know stuff that not really pertaining to us that right, that that's affecting us directly right now. I notice they're moving farther away from that. Is China finalizing first strike plans on the U.S. and has uh, U.S. Re- you know that's that's all speculation stuff, you know, for the world. I mean, uh, globalists begin cutting electricity in mass. You know, well, Senate passes $95 billion Ukraine-Israel bill as uh, middle class nears extinction. Uh, Klaus Schwab announces transition of humankind. Uh, the illegal kidnapping and persecution of uh, Reiner Yulmich. I can't even pronounce his name. Yulmich. I don't know. I've never even heard of him. Uh Trump kill switch embedded in Ukraine uh, bill to ensure endless war. I mean, all this stuff, you know, this is, you know, we, we you know, it's not really directly affecting us. So the alternative media is moving away from uh, what's really affecting us Americans here today. Uh, you know, what's really affecting us locally, you notice. All this is a world global scale news stuff. And uh, even in uh, InfoWars, I noticed he's doing that. So... I don't understand. You know, I, I don't understand why they're doing that. Really, um, what what the theme, what the what the uh, what the logic is behind that? But um, yeah, there's no 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 national stories here, uh, even on Infowars. Hang on, let me go to the local news here and see what the hell they got on the Infowars. Because usually I I do a little research with that and look into that, and uh, nothing, nothing. Huh. It's interesting. Um. Yeah, U.S. News, nothing. Let me go back it up some a little bit here. Uh, yeah, here's, here's the U.S. News right here. All right, but there's not as much in the economy. Let's be able to see the economy. I mean, the economy, soaring debt, pushing wealthy nations to fiscal death. Uh, Bitcoin hits highest price since 2021. Uh, Biden claims, blames companies for shrinkflation in a, an awkward Super Bowl promo. Uh, uh, anybody watch the Dumbo? And I, I, I watched a few minutes of it. Uh, Germany is the real is in really big trouble. Perfect storm of terrible trends paints bleak picture. More Americans uh, trust Trump than Biden on economy. Uh, global economic war is coming, and the threat is to the U- the U.S. dollar is real. Propaganda war be- uh, begins. Illegal immigration will boost U.S. GDP by seven trillion. Uh, dealership putting customers in cars with uh, three thousand dollar monthly payments. J.P. Morgan Chase uh, plans massive branch network expansion while small banks implode. Uh, so that's uh, studying economic data is not the same crap, basically. Same thing. I mean, we all know. We don't have to, we don't have to uh, uh, analyze this, really. I mean, because we know that prices are insane. Go to Home Depot or Lowe's and, and try uh, uh, buying lumber or supplies there. You, you go in there for 200 bucks, you come out with a bag of nails. You know, come on. You know, it's still the same thing. You stick a shovel in the ground, it snaps in half. I mean, you go rake leaves with a leaf break, and the thing snaps in half. I mean, it's all garbage. You know, but but it's the fortune. It's $40 for a leaf break. You know, $200 for a wheelbarrow. It's insane. It's insane. Doesn't that piss you off? I mean, but, yep, but the sheeple, they love it. They seem to love it, though, I guess, you know? I mean, nobody seems to want to make the changes that are needed. Why? Here, look at this idiot in the chat room. Are you broadcasting from a submarine? Maybe. Maybe. I don't trust your opinion. That's for sure. 
Uh, yeah, I know, I know people. I got my phone on. I can hear and watch. I'm gonna go, I'll connect back over to the phone anyway. Keep that. There. Now I know everybody can hear me just fine. How about that? I was on the direct connect. I don't really like that direct direct connect crap anyway. You know, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, if you guys like that. Oh, I see uh, 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 Shabaka's in the chat room there. Shabaka there. Uh, interesting. I'm surprised he could, as we departed the show last week there, when I was on his show there, uh, last week there, didn't have a, yeah, and you lied to me, Shabaka, you lied to me, now that, that you're here, actually, let me tell you, you lied to me, you told me that you weren't going to pull that nonsense when I, if I came over to your show, and sure enough, that's what those guys did, you know, was it, was, it was wisecracks and trying to uh, belittle the other guy, and then, the, and then they started right in right away with the, with the racist crap, with the racial crap. You know, and, and and really, we could have had a good conversation there, but but you can't you can't have a conversation with with with, with uh, people like that who want to resort to threats and uh, uh, be you know start with with the false history. I mean, and the history that they that 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 they were that they tell over there is just absolutely false. You know, and you're not addressing the facts. You're not addressing the truth. And then anyone comes over there with an opposite opinion or wants to try to have a dialogue, you, you just start yelling at them and you mute them. I mean, I did not do that to you when you came onto my podcast show. So I, you know, I don't understand. I just don't understand. Let me go back to the direct connect here. See what how that sounds. All right. There we go. All right, so there we go. It's, uh, it, 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 it sounds good. I think it sounds all right. Um, can you address the rumors that you're going to lose the primary again? Yep. Okay. First of all, for me to even acknowledge someone with the name Ashley six 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 in the chat room is, you know, uh, what's your real name? I mean, you know, these guys with these screen names that come in here. I mean, first of all, how do you know I'm going to lose? What makes you think I'm going to lose? I mean, well, why why you got why do you got to be negative? These are my fans in the chat room, like I said. And then, of course, Shabaka silent in there. I don't know. I guess I don't know if he's going to call in tonight or not. Uh, I, I'd like to hear his opinion about uh, uh, I like to hear him say. I like to have him apologize for 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 uh, the way his guests slammed me on his podcast show last week. I think that was absolutely wrong. You know, I I just I, I really do. Um. Anyway, uh, ha, you acknowledge me. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, anybody who's got something they want to add here tonight, uh, the phones are pretty much open, 657-383-0616. Press the number one. You can remain anonymous. You don't have to uh, give your number. You can call in privately. Uh, you don't have to give your name. If you got any stories you want to talk about or news you have to report or, or, some th- or something you want to bring up, that's up to you. Um, as long as you keep it clean and we don't uh, start attacking each other and, uh, you know, with, with the, you know, vulgar language and start with the threats and whatnot. Um, there was something that I wanted to actually bring up uh, from another thing that happened last week, but I just, I don't think it's probably, probably best not to. Um, the, oh, the critical race theory that they were talking about, the critical race theory. The critical race theory, first of all, it's completely garbage, and it should not be taught in the schools. It should not be taught even in the colleges. 
Okay? It shouldn't even be offered because, first of all, it teaches falsehood and it does not teach true and accurate history. All right? And again, this just does nothing but divide the people. And, any, and these liberals out there who want to throw this or these nutcases out there that want to put this inside the schools are wrong. And, it, and it's not going to benefit our children at all. It's not going to benefit the adults at all by learning that type of hype and garbage because you can go to MTV and watch that crap or VH1 or whatever the hell those stations they got now out there or BET TV or whatever. You know, you can watch the garbage and get false nonsense. So, you know, so teaching the, uh, the critical race theory and people get a say it's not being taught in elementary schools or high schools or whatnot. They were a lot of places were trying to introduce it into schools, and that's why the people came out in droves and protested it, thank God. And hopefully that this is not something that, if anyone knows of any schools out there, public schools that are for grades 1 through 12 that are, that's teaching critical race theory, I'd love to hear uh, where. where. Um, I, I don't think there's anywhere in the country that they're teaching it right now. Uh, we got somebody with their hand up, so let me go ahead and put them on because I don't like to make people wait too long. Go ahead there, caller. Look, look, Joe, uh, let me tell you what it is about critical race theory. And, and That's why it's so hard to have an honest conversation, even with its advocates. Now, on the one hand, they will tell you that you must be scrupulous when you're describing critical race theory, because actually, critical race theory is not history. Critical race theory is a legal theory. And the legal theory that critical race theory is, has it, that you cannot apply the law objectively to black people, given the history of racism, white supremacy, Jim Crow, discrimination, and police brutality directed against black people. Because of that fact, to apply the law objectively is to enhance and promote white supremacy. They go on further to say that there has to be a differential standard of the law when applied to black people in recognition of this baleful history of the United States vis-a-vis black people. Now, on the one hand, they'll insist that you be scrupulous about describing black legal theory in somewhat in the manner in which I just did, because that's what it is. It's a legal theory that is taught in universities and college to law students mainly. But here's it's the not problem. Anywhere in, in elementary or, or high school, right? It's yeah, but, but here's the problem. Those. Yeah, but here's the problem. This is what they do. They say, well, they don't teach critical race theory in elementary school and kids. And literally speaking, strictly speaking, that's true. They don't teach the legal theory that is critical race theory. Here's what they do. They embody the principles of critical race theory in K through 12 teaching. They take things, they take, they, 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 the United States is and was a racist country embodied in slavery and white supremacy. The reason the United States came into being was to promote slavery and white supremacy. They will literally say that. Not all of them, but many of them. It was, the United States was founded on white supremacy and it still is to this day. And that exactly things that are based on merit, like meritocracy, like uh, uh, aspects like timeliness and scrupulousness and objective application of merit and opportunity and 
education and nuclear family and all sorts of things that you think were good, they say are bad because these are things that only reinforce white supremacy. So, see, they shift back and forth between and when I you demanding up, that you – well, here, here's what they do, Joe. They demand that you stick strictly, strictly to what legal theory is in its proper right. definition. Then, on the other hand, they will go back and forth with aspects of critical race theory applied to the, to the uh, uh, arguments that they wish to win. They're dishonest. Well, remember – well, last week, don't you remember, slavery ended in the 1980s, according to the people on that podcast. No, <laughs> no that, that still no. hasn't ended because the 13th Amendment allows you to be enslaved if you've been duly convicted of a crime. Yeah. So yeah. it still Anybody hasn't convicted? ended. Yeah. That's what they'll tell you. It hasn't ended yet. Now, how can you compromise or, have a, or, or come to a, a, a table with people who think like that? How can you come to the table well, and come to a resolution? Well, I, I don't you know if you can compromise. All you can do is to point it out when they do it. And every time they do it, don't let them get away with it. Point out to them what they're doing. Look, you just said a minute ago they don't teach critical race theory in school. And I agree with you. Then you started talking about things in a manner of which uh, you are incorporating aspects of critical race theory into your argument. What are you trying to do here? Why can't you be consistent? Exactly. And, and you've right. you, you got to keep pointing out every time they do it. Because they, they, yeah. they, they want to accuse you of being disingenuous when you point out what critical race theory is, and then you say, yeah, but you're taking aspects of critical race theory and you're incorporating it into your pedagogy. But no, right. they can't do that. They cannot be honest about what they're doing. Yeah. It's maddening. Yeah, yeah, that's a good argument. Yeah, that's a good discussion. That's actually, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. And I'll agree with you halfway on that, yeah, you know, because, but, and have a conversation. But you see, for other people, you can't do that. They automatically want to start. You're wrong, and then automatically, then then the slurs start coming out. You're a, you know what, a cracker. This and yeah, this yeah, and that, oh, and, yeah. You know? but, I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, they'll tell you you're wrong about critical race theory, and then they'll go on to make an argument that's based in critical race theory, even though strictly speaking, it's not critical race theory. It's a very clever little tactic they do, and they get away yeah. with it a lot. Don't let them get away with it. Make and that's them why I had to hang up. To yeah. Well, make them stick hang to. Well, I understand, uh, but I understand it's confusing unless you learn how to recognize, it, as I'm first in doing, because I've been studying this stuff for at least fifteen to twenty years now. I know what they do. I know what they're trying to do, and they can't get it past me, because I've been studying yeah. so long. I know that it's like <laughs> you know you got to you got to use you got to enemy strategy, tactics, capabilities, and intentions, and this is one well, they pull out of the hat all the time. They pull yeah, this one out of the hat yeah. all the time. Now, what do you think about now the trend in the media about Bidenomic, uh, economics now, that the economy is turning around? And you see how they're starting to pull that crap, you know? Man, I mean, how many of those jobs <laughs> that they supposedly made were government jobs? They're government-made work jobs at the local and state level that are fueled with federal funds. They're not jobs yeah. that were primarily made in the, in the private sector. Well, most of them are. Let me not lie. Most of them are, but a good plurality of them are government jobs. And, and, well, and again, I've got to keep asking the question, what kind of job? What are the jobs that these illegal aliens going to be taking here? There ain't yeah. that many fruit-picking jobs out of 11 million. So, well, you know, so yeah. some of these uh, 30 or 40 million illegal aliens we got in the country right now, what kind of jobs are they going to be taking? What was, well, uh, well, uh, at yeah. some point? Isn't all the job gains negated by all the illegal aliens? <laughs> I and don't know. If you care about the citizens, 
I think a lot of them are going to be filling up the prisons and jails eventually because I don't because I think they're you know I, I mean I just don't know what they're going to do with all these people I just don't I just no, don't I know what they're going to do that, you know I know what they're going to do I know what they're going to do they know I'm talking about the more diabolical of them and I'm talking about and I'm talking about useful idiots and the fellow travelers because they they they're just they just are incapable of analysis or reason I'm talking about the more diabolical amongst them when they're become the great unwashed and the great mass of unemployed people, they will serve as useful shock troops for their revolution. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will be some version of the summer of love of 2020 or something even more severe. I don't know. But they'll be available to fill that purpose. I think you're right. I think that's what's good. And their benefits are going to run out right around election time. And that's what's going to happen because they know Trump's going to get elected. They know he's going to be in there. They're doing everything they can to try to stop it, but they find they're finding out and realizing that he's going he's going to be the president again. So they're they're organizing Plan B or C, and what they're going to do is like you just said, be the shock troops on the streets, and probably we're going to see numerous protests. The first police shooting that happens, you're going to see that city burn, okay? And we're going to start that crap again. That's what's going to happen. You got a little taste of what they're capable of, what they're capable of, like the two cops in New York City who tried to get these guys to move along because they know that a lot of these guys are involved in these uh, uh, opportunity crime gangs, you know, on the mopeds, and they see a, a vulnerable victim and they take the opportunity to to strike out at them. And what they're trying to do is keep them from, uh, you know, assembling in areas where they're likely to do that. Now, you could say that's unconstitutional and wrong. Okay, fine. Well, bring that case to court. Cops know what time it is, and they know what they're doing. And you saw what happened when the cop just took the guy by the arm and tried to guide him along. What happened? They attacked him like a pack of feral wolves. Yep, yeah. And this is just a little taste of what they may be capable of if we, if, yeah. if we don't get a handle on this right away. It's like Trump says, it's got to be mass deportation. Mass yeah. in a million. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't see how they could do that. They don't have the manpower to do that. The ICE, even if even if they dedicated every ICE officer and every border patrol agent to that field, to or that phase of deportation, they they just can't do it. There's just no way. I just don't see how they can do it, Sarge. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, you were a police officer, so you see the you know the resources that the departments have. I mean, how will they? They'll have to work with local authorities. And and the state police, and they'll have to work. I mean, how unless they mobilize national guard, but you can't do that. You can't get soldiers how did, on the streets. How did General? How did up. General? How did uh, President Dwight Eisenhower and General Swing do Operation Wetback in one year and deport almost a million illegal aliens in one year? How did they do it? Well, I they don't know, but that was back and then. And how did they do it? Operation Wetback, uh, an unfortunate name, perhaps, given the current times, but that's what they called it, and it was successful yeah. to deport almost a million illegal aliens in about a year or so. You know what they had? They had the cooperation of state and local forces. They had cooperation. Yeah. Nobody was a sanctuary city. No one was a sanctuary state. The communists and the cultural Marxists hadn't taken over like they have today. That's why they were able to do it. Now, That's it, what I'm as, saying. As long as, uh, you're right. As long as the influence of the cultural Marxists and the communists is as strong as it is, then, yeah, it's going to be extremely difficult to do. Still won't be impossible, though. It'll just be a lot more difficult. It's yeah, but they possible. have to go back. You're right. Cause, cause, cause you, you don't need to try to round up. No, you shouldn't start off trying to round up every illegal. That is probably an exercise in facility. But here's what you can do. You can deal with the ones who come to the attention of the authorities by whatever means. Because they apply for welfare. 
because they get treated in a hospital, because they get involved in a crime. You can start with them because they're not supposed to be doing any of that and be here in this country. Yeah. yeah. That's where you start. Yeah. And you start with them. Now, now, now it's not going to be most of them. It's going to be many, though, and a lot of the others will get the message. And what you want to do is get as many people as possible to self-deport. You don't make it attractive for them to remain here. And that's never going to happen with Democrats in charge. As long as Democrats in char- are in charge, they're going to make it as attractive as is humanly possible. And human nature being what it is, it doesn't matter whether it's United States citizens. It doesn't matter whether it's illegal aliens. Human nature is a constant. People respond to incentives, and they respond to disincentives. Right now, I don't know there what... aren't enough disincentives. Uh, Chewbacca is in the chat room there. He says, uh, Joe, why do you always play taped as opposed to talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? This isn't a recording. It's hard. You well, are live am, right am now, I, am, right? Am, wait a minute. I, I want to know. Am I talking hate now? Is what I'm saying? Is that hatred? I don't know. Or is that saying that immigration policy should be enforced? Because immigration policy essentially is good for the United States. Well, he says to the Alaskan, he says, you were right about LBJ. Now, why couldn't you have said that on the show instead of letting that guest get your head on there do what he did? You know, why couldn't – I mean, it was, it was, it was a, a good dialogue and conversation, you know, instead of, instead of taking the context of the conversation because of the N-word and turning it into something like that where that guy said it nine times in a row and nobody checked him, you know? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but you know what, Joe? You know what, Joe? You know, you know, our opponents on this matter tell us that we're not treating the illegal aliens like human beings. We're not recognizing that the human beings, no human being, is illegal. Blah 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 blah. It is precisely because I see them as human beings that I recognize that human beings, no matter who they are, where they are, where they live, respond to incentives and disincentives, just like every yep. other human being does. And the incentives yeah. we are giving illegal aliens is creating more and more and more and more and more illegal aliens. It's precisely because I know they're human beings. Is why I know this policy is wrong and it's got to be changed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I mean, you know, and, but the thing with this too is that we don't have these tough conversations because we have the white population out there, especially the white males who are who are con- constantly belittled and and made fun of or ridiculed or or labeled a Nazi or a racist if they make any type of truthful statements about history, you know, and that's wrong. That's wrong. Look, like you shouldn't. Have, nobody has to apologize correct. for quoting history, you know. Joe, Joe, if we're going to correct this thing, you're just going to have to be prepared to accept that label and wear it, point of view, and point out that, okay, it's like I was telling somebody the other day. I can't remember what I was telling this. They were saying, now, look, modern-day, these modern-day cultural Marxists and intersectionalists, the people who advocate this intersectional uh, 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 hierarchy of racial ranking, you know, yep. racial uh, sexual ranking, they got a hierarchy. They call it intersectionalism. And all the people who do this, they, they, they say that things like meritocracy and a lot of neo-colonists and neo-colonists, that's another one of their little terms. They got a million terms for everybody that opposes them. I mean, they got a million, they got a million, a thousand, one of them. But, you know, it's a meritocracy, uh, hard work, uh, a strong nuclear families, uh, a good, proper education that prepares you for careers and opportunities that are productive and meaningful. 
to yourself, your family, and a larger community, um, a sense of accurate historical uh, recitation. Uh, all of these things are hallmarks of racism and white supremacy. The very things I just mentioned are hallmarks and indicators of racism and white supremacy. If that is true, and we know it's not, but just for the sake of argument, let's say that's true. Then, damn it, lump me in with the racist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've had it with this yeah. stuff, man. They're, they're trying to intimidate you. They're trying to, to blow you out of your belief system. They're trying to tell you that you're the one that's crazy. Did you see the transgender oh, yeah. freak that just shot up Joe Osteen's church down in Lakewood, Texas the other day? They're what trying everything that, the they can do to keep it secret that that freak was a transgender. Oh, you realize that transgenders are involved? In a disproportionate number of mass shootings, the mainstream press does not want you to know that. Audrey yeah, Hale, yeah. the Nashville shooter, the Nashville shooter in Nashville, Audrey Hale, transgender. We still haven't seen her uh, manifesto yet. They're keeping it from us. They didn't want us to sound sick, brave, and insane she was. They're trying to keep wow. this thing, this woman, this uh, man, woman, who just uh, shot up the church. Thank God. There were off-duty law enforcement officers who sent a punch. Well, they reported right here. Before it could do any more damage. They reported right here. Our transgender mass shootings on the rise. You know? They and are. this recovers. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's obvious that they are. You know, number of trans, uh, trans homicides doubled over four years. I mean. It's wildly uh, disproportionate to their numbers in the population because they are. Transgender is a sign of mental illness. It's on a spectrum yeah, that's, that's from fact. low mental illness to very high, but I believe it is automatically, per se, a spec, a, a, an indication of mental illness. Why, why are we so surprised that they committed this portion of mental shooting? Isn't that what you expect from mentally ill people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean like, it's, we, it's, we abandon logic in pursuit of some sort of diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's crazy. Yeah, and and but but you have CNN that denies it, uh, uh, advocates of that, that that deny it, or anything that's the liberal controlled narrative will deny it. But then you have the conservative side that says it is. So now you got to look and see what the facts are. Was the guy a transgender? Yes, he was. Why are they trying to hide it? That's a red flag right there. So the truth must be that there's a problem here. Why? And when he brought now child to the church where the shoot. He brought his child to the church where he did the shooting. And I'm saying he because he was born a male. He fathered yeah. a child, and then he decided he was a woman. Yep. yep. He brought and, his and, child and, to the church where he did the shooting. Exactly. And this is the re- and, and of course, Shabaka, you know, I got trashed on his last show, he said, uh, on his last podcast, but I brought it upon myself. I don't think I was able to even talk the whole darn show until the end when I started yelling at him. <laughs> no, well, anyway. You did. You know, but I don't know. Chewbacca, well, I mean, you know, again, you know, he 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 promised me that that was not going to happen, so he lied to me. You know, I don't I don't do that to him when he's on my podcast show, so I don't understand. When he calls in here, I don't you know talk over him and cut him off and mute him unless you know he went. Well, I think I did maybe one time, but you see, and my platform's open to everybody. But of course, that's I'm a neo-Nazi for that, of course. You know, and that's how they're going to attack us too. You know, all these candidates out there, stars that 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 are that are run that they've been attacking, they're going to uh, use us as a target if when this stuff goes goes down and Trump's elected. You know that. You know, oh, man. They're, they're, they're already trying to neuter Trump before he even gets an office. 
that border bill would have prevented him from doing the very things that secured the border when he was president. They're already yep. – look, I guarantee you, the most dangerous time in American legislative history is going to be from the time when and if Donald Trump is elected in November until he's sworn in in January. The Democrats are going to do everything they possibly can to prevent him from making America great again. They're going to pass legislation. They're going to make appointments. They're going to do everything they can possibly do to undermine this man and prevent him having any success when he gets it up. They've already started with that border bill. If that border bill had gotten in and passed, say, uh, gotten to go on the floor of the Senate for a vote, and then it had gone to the House for a vote, Donald Trump was doing the very thing that he was successful at doing to secure the border. Yeah. They're going to yeah. preemptively right. stop Donald Trump from re-implementing his successful border practice. They want to codify illegal aliens into the country. Let me bring on uh, Bianchi here. Three one, I think that's him. Three one four. Go ahead. Oh, you have a problem out of there, racist Shabaka? <laughs> yeah, he's in the chat room, uh, fueling the flames of fire. But you know, uh, you know, I mean, I just the facts are facts, and that's just what it is. And that's what me and Sarge are discussing. Not not talking about Shabaka, but talking about facts. You know, this insane notion about reparations. And we and last week they said slavery ended in the 1980s. Or, or, <laughs> well, no, it hasn't ended yet. No, it hasn't ended yet. Okay, remember, I'm sorry. I keep getting that wrong. Remember, it has not ended because the 13th Amendment still allows for it if you've been convicted of a crime. And it does. Yes, that's right. But nobody does it. <laughs> There's no state in the, in the country that makes an inmate work if he doesn't want to. Not one. Yeah. He said, Even though they have the option to one, do it, they don't it. do it. They don't do I it. Nobody it. does it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that former Black Panther, Barbara Lee, is gonna make it good for all those. You know, we can go back to work for fifty dollars an hour. Fifty dollars, yeah. Minimum wage, fifty dollars an hour, Sarge. That's what she's promoting. <laughs> yeah, fifty dollars an hour is gonna make employers just hire scads of people. They're gonna be hiring so many people, there won't be anybody left on the street that ain't working because all they gotta pay them is fifty dollars an hour. Doesn't that make all the sense in the world? I swear to God, what what is this magical thinking leftists come up with? They think magic. They must believe in magic. (laughs) I never say anything like these people. I know. I know. I know. I know it. But uh, tonight, actually, actually, uh, Bianca, you're supposed, uh, there's supposed to be a convention of the states meeting for, uh, well, at least for North Carolina. I know that. I think it's at 8 o'clock, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm I've got one state. here in this state too, so I'm gonna be on it. But uh, no, clock, this right? is a ridiculous idea. She was the one that schooled those two. Well, one of the two, I think, the person in Nashville. Those two state legislatures that tried to stage a coup inside the assembly room that time. <laughs> those two black guys. Uh, one is uh, one is from Philippines, and I don't know where the other one's from. But she schooled one, the one from really. Yeah, so you can see why come they got their attitudinal uh, behavior in high gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know. There's dumb going around. Dumb and dumber going around everywhere. I mean, again, they I I think right now we're in the heat of the battle between this you know the left right paradigm way of thinking. You know this this this. But 
those people are just not going to change their mind. I've debated with them over and over. You know that, Pianchi. You tell me not to waste my time. They're just not going to ever change their mind. So what if we? What ha- happens to them? What happens to them when we, we get Trump back in there or if I get elected down here too and then we got new grassroots candidates around the country and we start changing things and getting it back to where, where the republic is supposed to be, what are we going to do with those people? What are those people going to do? They're going to be a thorn in our side. You know, if you spill water on the floor, sooner or later it'll dry up, don't it? I don't know why you waste your time. Well, yeah, but I don't. I mean, maybe the cities will be on fire, though, right? I mean, the cities will be uh, burning down everywhere. I mean, sorry, we're just talking about that. I mean, I, uh, you know, look, Trump ballot removal alert. They got what's this one? It's a new one we got here. This just in. Uh, uh, President Trump is fighting the Supreme Court to stop extreme left-wing activists from erasing his name off the ballot. And uh, so what are they doing there? What are they trying to do there? Is well, anybody hearing see, anything about that? That's where federal government needs to have their own ballot. Technically, the state can remove whatever they want. That's their ballot. Although the, the federal government pays for it because federal candidates appear on it. Take the federal candidates off the state ballot and come have your own ballot like the Constitution says you can have. Well, the state still has to comply but, with the Constitution now. Yeah, but wait a minute, Joe. you got to remember, that Section 3 of the uh, 14th Amendment specifically has a, 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 a Section 5. Section 5 says Congress shall enforce the provisions of this amendment. Congress, not a rogue Secretary of State in Maine, not some doofus Supreme Court in Colorado, but Congress, yep, yep. and Congress did. Congress created the Insurrection Act. They laid out what is required to prove someone has engaged in insurrection, find them guilty. They laid out a punishment. They laid out a fine. Congress has specified how it is that you have engaged in insurrection. Not the state of Maine, not Colorado. The Constitution gives that power to the federal government, to the House of Representatives and the Senate, to create a law, which they did. Maine just tried to create their own their own provisions for determining who engaged in an insurrection, and that's not allowed because the federal government sets the constitution, right? Not the federal government. The constitution sets the requirements for federal candidates, not individual states. That's right. Now look, they can go ahead and keep look. They can go ahead and keep uh, people off the ballot, sure. But you know what? When it comes time. For Congress to certify the votes from that state, if they do anything what they should do, they should refuse to certify those votes from those states that do this. But sorry, they shouldn't okay. even count them. They can do that, and they can have a they can have a polling place of their choosing because you got the citizens of the state that's going to the polls. But you can have a separate ballot. It says so right there in that same article that talks about of their choosing. And here's another thing, too, Joe Gibson. Why come those 20-some-odd states that are sending help, why don't they remove Joe Biden off their ballot? Clearly, he there has violated go. his responsibility. He's abandoned there you his go. You know what? That's a good idea. Why don't these states contact uh, the citizens in their states contact the governor or the State Board of Elections in their state, and have, you're right, have him removed for dereliction of duty or contempt of constitution for not securing what the border. That is his job. You're absolutely right. Yeah, if they're going to make up constitutional requirements, we might as well do. Hey, I say there's no end to this. Let's just sit for tat. 
That, by the way, doing that would be unconstitutional too. But I say if they're going to do it, we might as well go for broke. Let's do it too. I agree. I mean, why not? I mean, I mean, I don't think we can muster up I mean, enough people lawless. from my podcast they're to run, but. They're yeah. lawless, and they're going to use their lawlessness to steal another election. We can't let them get away with it again. We can't let them get away with it again. Yeah, I, I know. Oh, I know. I was having a conversation with uh, Ron Reck, remember, on one of the podcast shows, and I just said, you know, how are we going to fix this? How can we restore our republic? Now, Sarge, we've had it out, and uh, uh, we discussed it, discussed it too, and you kind of disagreed with me that people are not going to go for repealing the 14th Amendment. But because you say it'll put blacks back into slavery, but that's but no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to. That's not true. Just because we get rid of the Fourteenth Amendment, we have to restore our republic, our lawful, de jure form of government. We've got to go back and go back before the Reconstruction Act and undo the damage that was done. It can be done by reseating the Thirty Ninth Congress. We can do it. I mean, well, look, I mean, uh, I said, look, you know? uh, Joe. Uh, I, I, you know, I gotta agree with you. I think right now, at this point in the United States history. More damage is being done by the Second Amendment than the Fourteenth Amendment than good. Uh, and I, I'm not objecting to rescinding the Fourteenth Amendment. If, if, if there's a, you know, because after all, in order to rescind an amendment, you got to have one hell of a lot of debate about it. You got to have three fourths of the state legislature willing to do it. So, I mean, it's got to be a lot of debate at the federal level, at the state level. There's going to be people talking about it and debate. Should we or shouldn't we get rid of the Fourteenth Amendment? There'll be all kind of talk. People be arguing about one way. There won't be a hotter issue politically or legislatively than something like that. At least it'll be discussed. But here's 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 the thing about it. So so we it's like anything else. You got to make a case. Repealing it is a high hurdle to repeal any amendment. It's been done before. It can be done again. We can explain the kind of mischief that's done with substantive due process. That Supreme Court hallucinated out of thin air, not due process, but substantive due process that they say the 14th Amendment demands. It's a different kind of due process. And that's why it's done so much mischief. That's why they say substantive due process means you have to have homosexual marriage. And they lifted the amendment from which they got this uh, legal theory. The 14th Amendment demands okay. substantive due process to allow for homosexual marriage. Well, it's just okay. like on the 14th Amendment about you trying to make these anchor babies. It doesn't say that. It does not say that. A migrant that comes here is under the jurisdiction where they come from. Case in point, if they get in trouble, they don't they run to an El Salvador embassy? Don't they run to the Cuban embassy? Don't they run to the Guatemala? They are under the jurisdiction where they come from. Any kids born by them is also. You mean to tell me if a foreigner has a baby? In JFK Airport, they automatically a citizen in on route to go to Bolivia, on route to go to Ecuador. That's a bunch of bull crap. I, I agree, but we also have to be careful. Like for instance, in this in this writing here, it says across the West, we are witnessing political upheaval brought on by both the rise of populists and loss of confidence among those who make up the alleged establishment. Even well-established republics are struggling against a deepening part, uh, partisanship. That has led many political leaders and more than a few a few voters to abandon the compromises of representative government and simply denounce opponents as a evil or corrupt. I mean, look at what happened. Like, again, we we'll look at Germany. What would happen? They abandoned the ideas of the republic and and the democratic failures uh, of the uh, Weimar Republic uh, and, and its failure, and they adopted what Na- uh, national socialism, which was obviously a failure. 
and and and, and brought in corruption and evil and and an order that 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 just couldn't work. Um, you know, so we have to be careful. You know, uh, well, you got to remember, about, Joe. You know that- what I mean? Pianchi, what Pianchi said, that's what the authors of the 14th Amendment said, to be subject to the jurisdiction. Then they said who it would not include. They said it would not include foreigners, aliens, members of diplomatic households and diplomatic staff. They, said, they, they specifically said who it would not include. And somehow the Supreme Court managed to disregard all that dicta and say that a person puts a baby on American soil ill and not, is not here legally – Unlike Wong Kim Ark in 1868, his parents weren't citizens either, but they were here legally. They came in the country legally. So the Supreme Court said, mm-hmm. okay, they're 14th Amendment citizens. Uh, but no. They uh, are. And, 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 and Plyer versus Doe in 1987, Supreme Court just hallucinated a right on a footnote. A footnote. Well, the people are starved for truth, you know, and restoration of the rule of law. Not corruption, you know, and even you know, and even-handed accountability. I mean, this is just crazy, you know. But we don't have that today. That court erred in that decision. That's not the way it's supposed to be. And here's another thing: any nation that has allowed its borders to be open sooner or later, and sooner it was, they fail, they collapse. You cannot do that. You wouldn't allow that in your house unless you're going to be one of these uh, people that's conspired about this. What is that governor up there in Maine telling their residents to open up their house and hoard and hoard and hoard some illegals? Well, hell, let's bring back the Fugitive Slave Act. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, well, well, Actually, the American people deserve a voice that exposes and reject, rejects, very simple, the self-interest of political parties. That's our problem. The control of these tech giants and the lies of the freaking fake news. You know, we, 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 the people will be the voice of honesty and integrity. That's what, how it's supposed to be, and, and have a return of government by we, the people, for the people, by the people. That's what we have to have. But the problem is you've got 80, American, 80 million American people out there that are zombies, you know, maybe even more. You know, and then you have another half that don't want less government, but they think they're conservatives, and they freaking need to grow up, you know. I mean, it, that's the problem. I mean, what <laughs> we've got to – You know what, Joe? Bianchi just said something. Chucky just some, so said something that makes me think about what I really like about the Constitution. He said about the Fugitive Slave Act, and let's bring it back. Well, actually, Fugitive Slave Clause is still in the Constitution. I mean, it's right in there. They didn't take it out just because they came up with the 14th Amendment. They didn't take it out. They left it there. You know why they leave it there? Because they didn't believe in erasing history. They said, look, this was where we were when it was founded. This is where we are now. So you have every unlike the people who want to erase history and tear down statues and all that shit, the framers didn't want that done. That, they're not going to remove the fugitive slave clause from the Constitution. It was part of the original Constitution, but it's been negated by the 13th Amendment, 14th Amendment, a whole bunch of other things. But the point yeah. of the matter is that you have a frame of reference for where we were to where we are now. They didn't believe in erasing history, man. That's what a thing I love about it. Well, I Sarge, hate people Sarge, who erase history, good and bad. Sarge, a few years ago, a group of uh, uh, Iowa Republicans, uh, uh, they did some research and claimed the 13th Amendment to the Constitution was missing. The debate, let me read this right here. It says, the debate is part of a historical detect, uh, detective story with some uh, surprising twist that is still taking place uh, today. 
the Daily Beast did a fairly extensive feature on the missing uh, amendment in 2010, which didn't feature a cloaked Freemason stealing the amendment because it had a secret treasure map printed on it. <laughs> Instead, the debate between historians and conspiracy buffs is about an amendment that was almost ratified in 1812 that would have been the 13th Amendment, bumping back the current 13th Amendment, which was ratified on this day in 1865 and abolished slavery to the position of the 14th Amendment. So, uh, so it's, uh, so this this report goes in pretty detail and it covers uh, a lot of this, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, about the Thirteenth Amendment and uh, you know the missing, miss, actually how it's missing, you know. So I mean, if you go back, go back and look at this well, stuff. I mean, it, well, well, Joe is like you said though, but if it's not ratified, it's not officially ratified. It wasn't, it didn't succeed. It was the Equal not. Rights Amendment. The Equal Rights Amendment was proposed too. It didn't succeed. That's right. I mean, they're still so trying to resurrect the Equal Rights Amendment. The 13th and the 14th did not have enough votes at the time. The registry exactly. still exists. You can read it. Exactly. It's been brought exactly. up to the courts, but as the courts supposed to do, it's supposed to go back to Congress, and they're supposed to change and correct the errors that was made. They don't do it. No. Yeah, it's like the Equal Rights Amendment. They're still People are still trying to pass the Equal Rights Amendment. They've been trying to pass the Equal Rights Amendment since 1980. They're still trying to but they haven't, no, but the states haven't ratified it. They haven't had enough states to ratify it. The time limit runs out, and somehow well, the uh, they managed to resurrect the time limit. I don't know how they managed to do that, but Listen, it's still being debated. Phyllis Flatley from Missouri, she was the one that damn near single-handedly defeated the Equal Rights Amendment. Hell, they ran out of time, and guess who extended the time? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, okay. <laughs> Wow. The 27th Amendment uh, was proposed in 1789, and finally it was approved in 1992. So that's what they say. Well, uh, well, like I said, you got to get 36 states to ratify an amendment before it becomes part of the Constitution. If you don't get it, it doesn't matter whether it's missing or not. It's not going to be part of the Constitution. I thought it was 35. Well, it's got to be three-fourths. Whatever, three-fourths of 50. You got to have 38 huh. states. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you got to have 36, you know, I think. You got to have 36 is, is what they consider the, the – with 50 states, uh, with 50 states right now, you got to have 36 states to ratify any amendment. Well, I just don't see it happening, though. Do you, Pianchi? I mean, it's picked up a lot of steam over the years by the Convention of the States, but all they want to do is, is, is limit term limits. And, you know, I mean, if we, we need to get in there and the Federal Reserve and the Fed. You know, or, or audit the Fed, you know, or something. I mean, you know, all they want is term limits, and we already have term limits in a lot of places. Sometimes term well, limits they, aren't bad, you know. Sometimes they, they aren't. Than, you think they about want it. more than term limits. And Sarge, no, it's, it's 38 states. It's three-quarters. But they want more term limits, and we, we uh, gave you a PDF file of many more yeah, I opinions. I know. I went to the and meeting. Yeah, the I went time to the we meeting. talk, you don't have about four – Three or four more states to come on of it, just about Ohio being one. Yep. So mm-hmm. Let's bring on uh, bring on uh, Joe from Montana. I think. Go ahead. I think it's him. Three two three. Mm, yeah, yeah. Three fourths of fifty is thirty-seven and a half, which means it's thirty-eight. So just a matter of, uh, of arithmetic there. Uh, but the real problem right. um, is what you were uh, talking about a few minutes ago, Joe. It's about the propaganda issued by the. Uh, Prada, not Prada, but Pravda. In other words, the um, CNN, um, the um, machine, state-run, 
Yeah, the state run media outlets, of course, um, corruption in government. <clears throat> it doesn't matter who you have in government. It doesn't matter if you have libertarians, Democrats, conservatives, um, the JFK Democrats, the real conservatives, because people are corrupt. You give them an opportunity to take advantage of some sort of money or some sort of opportunity for status, and they're going to take advantage of it. So if the first wave um, of libertarians were in there, it would be good. Uh, we've had libertarians, uh, I think something like, 700 elected officers over the years. There's never been a financial scandal. There's never been a sexual scandal. But if you continue with the libertarian movement, and eventually the um, a lot of people would will be drawn to it, and a lot of the same people that are drawn to the Republican Party, Democrat Party, who are corrupt, will be the same people who are drawn to the Libertarian Party, not because they, um, they like the principles, but because they'll see it as an opportunity for corruption. So it doesn't matter. People have to, that's why I keep suggesting if people from the age of five through at least eighth grade were given a formal course of logic each and every day as part of the school curriculum, they would learn how to distinguish bullshit from reality. <laughs> Up until uh, until we do that, I think it's then we're real. all going to believe. Yeah, we're all going to believe everything the lie, uh, all of the lies from the government. In the name of um, national security, in the name of America, in the name of protecting United States citizens. And the, uh, the real evidence of it is take a look at people who don't know what a fucking woman is. They don't know what a man is. Can a man have a baby? Sure you can. It's all propaganda, and it's all been explained in 1984 about how, how the human brain works. So that's a problem. People but how do, do we fix know. it, Joe? How do we fix it? Just by that educational piece that you just said, by educating the uh, kindergarten to eighth grade, is that you think that's the only fix? For me, I don't. I, if I were the president, or if other people were really sincere about fixing it, that would be a very good step. Because from the time uh, the Marxists, they want impressionable children, because you can implant into their brain that um, Joe Biden is Santa Claus, and they'll believe it. And that, you know, everybody else is the tooth fairy, and they'll believe it. The thing is, if we can believe and know how to distinguish between fact and fiction when we're young, such as using logic and critical thinking, then we won't be susceptible to the bullshit that will come down the line later. Because we'll always question our teachers, we'll always question our, um, our uh, parents, and we'll always question the government. And the questioning is the beginning, and when you question properly – um, using logic, you won't be bullshitted. So to me, that's a good step. I don't see any other way because people are people. You get the kids, you've got the future of whatever country that you're infecting. Right now, the schools are producing the worst scores uh, and proficiency of math and English in, um, in American history. So they're accomplishing their um, their aim. So other than that simple a uh, little little advice I've got. I don't see any other way of uh, of doing anything. Look, Montana Joe is right. We turned our kids over to these systems, these systems of destruction and plots of to destroy the fabric of the United States, and it's happening. Now that don't that does not correct itself overnight. It took time for that to happen. Three three zero, you're on. Go ahead, three three zero. And the time that we have to show these little bums, what we do is we take the ones that have committed the atrocities that they've done, we hold them accountable, show these young kids 
that this is what happens when you cross that line and become that degenerate bum, and therefore you learn at a young age, just like you used to get your ass beat with a belt, then I didn't go down the street and do what I was not supposed to do again. I was home when the street lights came on. I had some type of direction from a very young age, because not because I was in fear of getting a belt, because I ended up learning I was in fear of my parents and, and upsetting them or disappointing them. That's not today. They don't have it. Joe, you're 100% right. And, but you can show them the alternative to not listening. And that's, uh, I think people are afraid to say that today. You can't punish anybody because then you're, held, you're, you know, you're it's the yep. worst person in the world. You know, you're you absolutely right. There needs to be a Nuremberg 2, Nuremberg 3, Nuremberg 4. The people that's been fighting to destroy the United States, they need to be sought out, brought to justice, and punished severely. I mean, punished okay. severely. Yep. Yeah, Tay, you a, mentioned Not a lengthy uh, trial either, a speedy trial, which would be sun up we started. By sundown, we have a, 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 a what do you want, a, Whatever you want to call it, a guilty verdict or whatever. But they would have it wouldn't be something six months, six years, fifteen years down the road. It's gotta be speedy and it's gotta be precise. And it's gotta be just like that because then you show the people everywhere, not just the children, yeah, but everybody you, understands you don't have the you know, down the ladder. You can't be the, the lower low ladder uh uh rung on the ladder and do the same thing the guy at the top of the ladder is like today with the president. There's no accountability, so you have a run amok of the people, and they see yeah. that. Yeah, you've um, you mentioned two. Well, you mentioned two of my favorite words: fear of family, and you just mentioned accountability. I was going to say fear of consequences. Without the fear of consequences, which is what you're talking about, Dave, you show the kids yep. that um, it's not a glamorous life to be corrupt, no matter how many sexual parties you <laughs> you, uh, you you attend, right. and if you have fear of family. That is, if the if the parents really grab their balls and grab their vagina and actually teach these kids, hey, you do what I say, otherwise you get punished, then um, that's that too. You've got to bring back the uh, the social fabric of whatever society you live in, and that social fabric always has to be morality taught by the parents and the consequences if you don't listen to your parents. But your parents have to have the mindset. And the parents nowadays That's right. are brainwashed zombies. That's right, because people hey, are looking at charge? like that. Joe, just like Let you said, if the kids aren't shown today, if you don't show these kids today, now what can happen? You you don't think about down the road as them being parents and still not knowing the difference, so therefore they <laughs> still don't show their kids. Let me tell you guys something. I was an athletic kid. And I was big. I would walk the streets with thunderous thunder and claps of lightning, <laughs> baseball side hell, and hurricane gale winds. But I was scared of hell of my grandfather. Well, I knew he would whoop my ass. You know what? It's not about being scared to be. People think that, like, corporal punishment or whatever you want to talk about in the schools or whatnot. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just knowing the fact that when you get to be the old enough the age to understand that your parents weren't doing that to hurt you. They were doing it to keep you from being turned out into being a degenerate bum. Yeah, Bring I'm on. glad I got, both I got a few private callers here, guys. I got a few private callers. Let me see who they are. Go ahead, private caller. You're fine. Oh, okay, we got no, All right. Yeah, here we go. 
Write a card. Write a card. All right, another one. Yeah, All right, they're coming up. They don't like us talking about this tonight. All right, all right, that's X four. Yeah, yeah. four of them. Okay, they don't like us talking. See, it threatens their agenda. This threatens their perverted, trash talking, cowardness. Yep. That they don't like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And you I'm know? glad that tape. Yeah, I'm glad that tape police fully elaborated on what he was talking about. The fear of parents. I'm talking about physical fear and the fear of love withdrawal of love from your parents to use that not as a perverted means but use that as a as a way of, of teaching your children because kids are are mammals we learn through consequences johnny you didn't do what i said which said i mean what i told you was for your own good and i've given this example before whereby a father can walk with his son on the sidewalk and the son runs away goes into the street now, he says, Johnny, you can't do that. Now, the next time they take a walk and he does that, he grabs the kid, he takes him over his knee, and he practically beats the shit out of his ass. But when he's finished, kid goes, he's crying. But he looks at his father, and his father was crying. His father isn't saying, yeah, Mein Kampf, you did not do what I said. No, the father's right. crying says, Johnny, you know we love you so we love you so much we can't lose you. You see that over there? That's called road cycles. We cannot lose you. So you the, you do the Welcome punishment to Black Talk Radio. Sorry, you sorry guys. Person. I didn't know I, sorry, I thought that was somebody <laughs> no else that hung up. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No problem. You do the punishment with empathy and they have a bond with their fathers and their mothers. Kids don't mind being punished as long as they know that it's for a fair punishment, but you gotta fear your parents. Have to fear yeah, they them. Can't that disrespect. They can't go to a school and have these jackass, jack off counselors and these half wit teachers that think they have a degree in something. It's nothing but a, a, a fag flag hanging on the wall that's got some colorful stuff on it because they are not teaching these kids on how to read and write. But those people can't be put in place and our kids turned over to them and let them have the mentality that it's okay. To, to tell them exactly the opposite of what the Holman's teaching them, because that's where the problem starts. We have too much faith in this goddamn system with these teachers that have control of the kids. For, you, you figure how much time they spend with them every single day, eight hours, sometimes more if you go into in, in sports after school or whatnot. The parents don't even get to spend that much time with them anymore, especially if you've got two parents, if you've got two parents at home and both of them yeah. work. It's insane, That's, but you put the, 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 the trust in this, this system that is so broken at every level that everybody that's indoctrinated, those people need to be held accountable, just like the rest of these assholes that have done this, yeah. everything, that's, all of them. That's you know, how many times have you guys heard some public speaker speak some story like Joe uh, from Montana was just talking about, They re, and including me, I know I have, they, they fondly back to the day when they got severely chastised by a parent, particularly their father, and they said that then they would freely confess that that sort of punishment would help get me on the straight and narrow. And most of the time, the speaker will remember it fondly and, and, and more as, a, as an indication of how much that parent loved them. And yeah. I, that's the way I remember most of the chastisement I got from my father. He did it because he wanted me to succeed. And he wanted me to know what the uh, boundaries were, boundaries beyond which I might receive either official punishment or some sort of punishment merited 
by my foolishness. That's right. And you know what, Sarge? Yes. And when you hear and people and talk and about that. Go ahead, Joe. And to answer both you, uh, uh, Sarge, Abe, and, um, and Pianchi, is that that's why I say because these kids have eight hours a day of the indoctrination, if you have that, the logic is a formal formal course. Because a lot of people have told me, well, I learned logic through English and some of the history courses. I say, yeah, that's part-time. If you have it for the same amount of time for that class as you have for every other class and listening to the PA system and listening to these leftist administrators, they will absorb the, the, the knowledge of how to use discernment. So, but without yes. that, then the kids are just very impressionable mind sponges. And, and just like what Sarge was saying, when you you hear those people just uh, <laughs> definitely talk about that one incident, you know what? You, that same person doesn't go on the next day you hear him talk or any time that you hear him speak after that as a repetitive situation where they've been put into a place where it's not becoming a I was corrected and then they find out my parents love me and you know it's a good thing. It's about that. You only hear one or two of those stories. You don't hear it seven days a week, seven days, you know, it happens 300 times because the kid isn't learning or doesn't have the mentality or taught that. That's not, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about them being corrected, get, getting down, you come to the Y in the road. You want it, next time you want your ass beat like your dad did that to you or your mother, you go left. Or you go right, and you don't have that, and you end up being with a different group of people, uh, having a better life, and down. you can look back and say, that was a deciding point where I knew that if I did go left, I was getting a whoop. And if I didn't, and it doesn't have to be a whoop, and it could be something where it's taken away from you. You know, you take a kid's phone today, or you take something away from them. Christ, they go to the school, and they, commit, they say that they've been raped and whatever. They've been, they've been beaten to death. And that's completely infamous. They've let the schools dictate policy at home way too much. Because what has to happen at home, it has to have the belt brought back, and you have to have God put back in the schools. So let's relate this to current events. Let's relate this to current events right now. Right now, rather than have the sort of uh, disincentives that proper punishment once brought to people, we are witnessing a spate of events in which illegal aliens are rewarded for illegally breaking in the country. They're pandered to. <laughs> they're catered to. Citizens are being displaced to make way for them. We just had a special counsel appointed to investigate Joe Biden who said he didn't have a willful intent because he's <laughs> senile and his memory is going to uh, violate the uh, uh, Espionage Act and a whole document he had no business having even in the first place. When, by the way, the very statute that that special counsel cited with regard to willful intent, also has the provision that allows for simple gross negligence, which which he still could have been charged with and which he chose not to exercise. So we are seeing at every level, from the highest to the lowest, the unwillingness to apply the sort of disincentives that inspire the society as a whole to behave correctly. And the worst part of that, Sergeant... Uh, they let Joe Biden get away with it under the, the scrutiny of him being, uh, let's call it, his cognibility, but yet they impeached Donald Not Trump. Non-compromentous. Non-compromentous. Yes. But they turn around <laughs> and Donald something... Trump can be hung for it when the same thing mm-hmm. is not applied to the guy currently because of that. 
That is he wasn't president when he took that stuff. He wasn't even president. And then they cite, well, he cooperated with us in revealing the extent of his law breaking. That's supposed to be the excuse? That's something you take mm-hmm. into mitigation when you sentence his ass. You take that right. into mitigation. Not as a decision not to prosecute. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, there's some, you, I just want to finish up on this. I just want to finish up on the. I want to finish up on the parenting for one second. It's not just punishment, because the people listening to this might say, oh, oh, they're just for punishment. They're for the strap. They're for no. the uh, spoil the rod and spare the rod and spoil the child. Uh, we're also talking about having mentioned the equal dispensation of love at the same time. You can't just beat the child into submission or take away things from him uh, and make him submit. You have to make that child feel loved, okay, worthy, have comfort um, in coming back home from, uh, from bad situations and being able to tell the parents, I did this or this happened to me and feel safe. So we're also talking about equal um, expressions of love in addition to the discipline, which is harsh. So I just wanted to finish saying that. It's, it's no different but you know, than like when I train a pit bull. When I rescue these dogs, some of them are so far gone they can't be saved. Some of them are so happy and realize exactly what's happening. You reward. When your dog pisses in your, in your floor in your house and you get it and it's a puppy, you don't beat the hell out of it, kick it, and, and tra- you're going to make it learn something. That's not what it's going to recognize. You recognize, you praise the dog. You show them, you take them to the door, you put them on their pad or whatever, but you show them to go outside. With praise and the knowledge of knowing that, they stop pissing on the floor. You kick that dog enough times, what's going to happen is it's going to bite you. You whoop a child for no reason, like you're talking, Joe. That's not nothing like what we're talking about. We're talking simply there has to be a distinction in the fact that sometimes it's not even putting the hands on somebody. It's a verbal. You can verbally scold somebody and, and be worse than whipping them. Because your mind registers that. You're, you know, if you get the belt, uh-huh. you get a little bit of a reach. Don't put your hands back there. I'm going to whoop you twice as hard as my dad used to say. Now reach out over the edge of that couch, boy, and I'm going to do it again. Put your hands back there one more time. Your hands are hurt worse, you know. And I learned don't uh-huh. do that. But, but you know, it was crazy. I did cry. And I, and it was a good thing. When I, and I'd see the look on my dad's face or my mom's. And they would, I'd be like, well, what's, why are you upset? Because I don't want to have to yeah, do that to you to teach you this. Yeah, well, and the rest of the dogs are very, are very, very grateful. The thing is, I want to yeah, ask you about that. that. That's a good, that's a good example, uh, Tave, about the puppy. I would take, yeah. um, I would take some uh, some uh, newspaper, roll it up, and mm-hmm. I would hit the the the, uh, the puppy on the ass, not to hurt it, but to let it know right. that when I give it a verbal command. Stop pissing and stuff like that. It would also know that there's a little bit of punishment there too. But um, I, I, on another show, I'd right. like to have your opinion about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, if well, you have to look at it like this, when you take that dog and that dog did that, if just because you swatted on the ass after you go get the paper, the, the, the incident's already happened. So therefore, that dog doesn't think when you swat it, what the hell is that for? Which you, have, I remember my dad used to say, you have to stick that dog's nose in it and show it. What it and I thought, no, you don't do that. What you do is you pick the dog up and take it outside. When it goes to the bathroom again, you give it a treat. You've already, now you're re-registering that dog's yeah. mind, and it learns that praise is better than getting the hell beat out. Because the dog isn't even going to remember what the hell you feed it for because it didn't happen right then. 
Well, I mean, if you if you hit the dog with a with a you know a swing behind and do and do and do the um, the training, um, mm-hmm. that's what I was talking about. Okay, but yeah. Bianchi wanted to say something. Yeah. yeah plus, I got four one seven waiting. So go ahead. No, what I was gonna say is that discipline a child has to be taught to parents by grandparents. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they do it right, because it can cause dangers, just like what. Y'all just got to prescribing. Yep. All right, yeah, 417. You have to go out and pick a switch off the tree. And my grandma used to say, 417, oh, guys. 417 don't, is the way back nothing. If it ain't got no green on it, don't bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> 417. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, All right. This is my, my first time calling in today. Um, yeah, you were all talking about, you know, uh, beating your children and, you know, saying the system's all wrong. I mean, the, the system's really correct on all this. You understand something. Okay, I'm going to help you guys out. Okay, Ron. You're completely misconcepted on the whole fucking fact of this reality of this shit, beating children. Yeah, Ron. You know, you got to <laughs> knock them little fuckers out. Don't beat them. Knock them the fuck out. <laughs> and you tell them fucking cocksuckers that are running fucking schools to go fuck yourself. You're going to tell my child they can take a puberty block and get your dick cut off and their vagina slice off. Oh, boy. Some they fucking are. Then you take them fuckers outside. And you lynch them. You take that basketball oh, fucking hoop out there and you tie that perk up that fucker let him swing. That's reality. That's what yeah, should I, happen to these motherfuckers. I, I but you know what? That's I the problem. We're people are scared. People are fucking scared. They're fucking scared in this country. They're pushy to stand up. They're pushy to fight for the right. They're, that's the fact. This is no shit. You guys know it. Today's my I birthday. I don't give a fuck. So that's what I'm telling you. I remember. Fuck them. Fuck you. Fuck everybody. Just fuck it. Okay. It's like the mob said. The mob said, hey, you know what? You got enough guys that want to fuck around and be the bad guy? You knock a few That's of them right. off, the rest of them will fall in line. Well, you know, Absolutely. I remember I remember doing a show a couple of years ago during the COVID thing, and I called the store that I had a big debate with about a mask. Now, you should hear this guy. I mean, I think maybe I should play this. I mean, you should hear this guy tell me about how we just have to obey. We've got to obey. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, you should hear this guy. I mean, basically, the rules are the rules, and we oh, got to obey the rules. I mean, <laughs> but that's what, that's what the political again. class wants. They want obedient people, man. They want you to bow to their commands. They want control. They want consent. They want everything. But the problem is, you know, people, we the people are not standing up to this shit like we all are. There's a that difference. movie that just came out that Obama half helped direct it or whatever. If you look at that movie, I just watched that again because I was I didn't catch some of the stuff through it the first time. The little the little girl and the kid that are involved in this, she's wearing a shirt that says "Obey." That's exactly what it says right across her chest, and then the other kid shirt says "NASA." Obey NASA. I was, yeah, I was about well, to say there's nothing wrong with obedience. It's only well, with what you're what you're obeying. If you're obeying right. Marxist commands, propaganda, and counterproductive measures as instituted and inculcated into your brain, then you're obeying the wrong thing. But to obey means to comply, means to end in relationships. It means to try to help the other person, to, to listen, to obey, to acquiesce, compromise. So, so obedience is okay. Even though it's a curse word today, obedience, when I was growing up, was the order of the day. Yes, absolutely right. Or if you play, didn't obey or have followed the obedience, then you had to pay for you punishment. You had to, there's consequences. Yeah. 
Guys, let me see if I can play this clip, see if you guys can hear it or not. <laughs> Hang on. A non-compliant good citizen, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you got people say, well, you know what happens with China? If you don't obey over there, they weld you into your house. They do. They, they, guys, they, put, they, they locked down Shanghai, uh, what was it, about six months ago. <laughs> Ten million people. They locked down as a result of this COVID uh, pandemic bullshit. Yeah. And wouldn't let them come out, well, not even to shop. Weld their doors shut. Jesus. And people say it can't happen here. It can especially happen in a, in a democratic republic because people are trusting of their uh, corrupt politicians. Right. They know more than yep. you. That's what they think. That's what people believe. They're smarter than them, and that's how they do it. I mean, I got to get back to this subject one more time, the school shit, okay? Not that I'm ranting like a maniac because I am crazy. It's the simple fact is I cannot see where if you whip your kid's ass and your kid goes to school and they can control the fact that you whipped your kid's ass, but you can't control the fact they can sexually fucking modify your child. What's Very wrong with point. that picture? You see what I mean? That's what really bugs yep. the fuck out of me. Now, me, when my boys were in school, going to school, I controlled that motherfucker. Trust me, because I didn't care. I, I promised hell. I promised it. You know, when I went to school, yep. I had a problem one time with one time. Okay, guys, one fucking time. Second time, it cost them $3.8 million fucking dollars to fuck with me. But it wasn't. Okay, Ron, let me ask you this, Ron. My mom uh, was the same way. But my mom would uh, say, tell the principal, if I got out of line or my brother, she would tell them, you put your fucking hands on my kids, and I'm going to put my hands on you. Now, you call right? me, I'll come down there, and you get the whole goddamn school in front of this gymnasium, sit every one of them up there, and she right. goes, I'll bust his ass in front of everybody. All right, go ahead, 907. My kids. 907, go ahead. Well, I... I didn't. I didn't well, care about. I don't care about the whipping my kids' ass. I, mean, I don't. I believe in corporal punishment. It was when I was at school. Okay, but the, I, mean, I, I don't my, want to beat my, my children. My, you know, but but my point. My point being real quick is the, the simple fact of it is that's part of the disciplinary action. The child. You know, well, my deal when I was a kid, if I got my ass whipped at school, I'm going to get it when I got home too. It was a two two part deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew it. I fucking <laughs> yeah. knew it. You know. And I mean, sure. I became a rock star later, but it's anyway, it's a long story. But anyway, I, once I escaped my parents, I became a musician, but I'm kidding. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the thing, but my point is, the, the, the fact is, the school, yeah, what, what happened is a kid pulls a knife with my kid in the school bus. Okay, they suspended both my boys, and they said that they were, because they smacked the other kid around, took a knife from him. Okay. Well, first off, well, they, I think knives just become a thing where they don't want schools at this time, but anyway, it wasn't that important, apparently. So, but this fucker pulled out a weapon and threatened with it. What do you expect my kid to do? Not defend himself, get stabbed by this little motherfucker? Well, now we got a problem. Okay, so that's why I went to school. 907, we've been waiting a while here. Go ahead. All right. Say something. I don't care. Just cut me the fuck off. I'll be through it. I like a beast. <laughs> Better watch it, Joe. Watch it. I got to abuse you're you. You're for election, motherfucker. You're for election. <laughs> you got to abuse you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a video of that one. And I am telling <laughs> the people. <laughs> Go ahead, 907. You want to say something? Yeah, well, my father was just the opposite of Tay's mother. My father went into the school principal when he enrolled me in class. And he told the principal, looked him dead square in the eye, he says, if he deserves to be whacked and you don't whack him, I'm going to come down here and kick your ass. God bless him. God 
I don't know. I don't know if that's I, – I, I just be my kid. I don't want somebody else putting their hands on them for any reason. No, no reason whatsoever. Well, that's, 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 that's coveting. Yeah. That's, you're, 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 you're protecting the child too much. That's spoiling. Yeah, they, yeah. Listen, man, I'm going to tell, tell you something about this shit. Okay, I've been in the legal system for years. You know, I've studied law for many years, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the, the funny part about it is I've, I've done a lot of research on a lot of different topics and all different criminal civil shit. The thing I see children that they claim have ADHD don't have nothing like that. That's right. another bullshit scam. The problem with these children are they're spoiled. You know what I mean? They've been right. on the titty. Since they, they since they took breath, they've been on the titty. And it, when they hit five, six years old, they're still on the titty. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, all the way up into the twenties, still on the titty till they go to jail. I see a lot right. of them go to jail because that they think they can have their way any way they want it. They, but there's no no consequences. That's the problem with this. If a child is not taught that there's consequences of the bad things you do, then they don't know. They think it's okay. And now, right. okay, we, not only that, we can even go a little further now. Since the parents became like the television and the video games become the babysitters now, they're not paying no attention to the child anymore. So the child is no longer raised by the mom and dad. They're raised by the fucking system. The in-place system that's brainwashed in every motherfucker that watches television. I myself particularly do not watch television at all. I ain't watched television over 20 years. Okay, I might watch shows and stuff online, YouTube, something like that. But see, YouTube is now, now gang Blake getting a buck out of us now on the fucking ads. If you got an ad blocker, you're fucked. You can't you can't see shit on YouTube more. Now they'll sell you a service where you don't have it. Kind of reminds me of something else, you know. Uh, a couple other websites that did the same goddamn thing. But the problem is, they you have to pay not to be indoctrinated. You got to pay for free. Right. Same thing. You know, a lot of people don't understand why I say that concept. But what's going on now? Like I said, if it's okay, please fucker. That Feed my kid drugs without my consent whatsoever. You, you see, there's a fucking big problem here, man. There's something very fucking wrong. How can this be? But if I send my kid with a couple fucking Tylenols, child formula, it's a crime. But they can you know, give them beauty you know, blockers. The kid comes in life for like a like fucking woman today. When my mom would come down there, it was more more my mother than my father because my dad didn't say much. My mom was five foot two. What you gonna do about it? Type shit, and she whipped some ass. And bless her heart. When everybody knew my mom was coming, it was an embarrassment to me. I'm like, God damn it! But oh yeah, it didn't happen very often. But I do remember right. now. I do specifically remember when my mom would did the one or two times come to the school, and I'm talking high school. The other kids that I remember now that I never saw their parents. Ever, never to this day. They're either in jail or dead. Mm-hmm. They had no, yeah. no, no guidance in life. It seemed like now that I can think back to two or three guys for sure. You know, they didn't, they didn't have that at home that gave a shit. Yeah, go ahead and just whip my kid if he doesn't. Because my dad would or mom would have been like, no, I would come down and put my hands on a kid. I make because the embarrassment to me was the worst thing. Because I had to, oh my gosh, she's gonna knock all my fucking teeth out this time, and about, about like it was. I mean, but those kids that don't. Have that their parents are home. Well, I mean, it, it starts with kids having kids today, and like you said, mm-hmm. it's not just watching the TV that's, that's indoctrinating them. They're, we're talking and using them right now. These telephones are the demons. These are the demons oh, yeah. of the world. And not only do yeah, they have the things yeah, that give them the most intelligence and have the biggest apparatus in their hand that can give them almost every answer to every question in the yeah. world, but yet it is also the most demon, the demonic thing, because it leads them down a path. Just like he said, and if you can't control that propaganda coming across, if you have to, you have to pay for it. So if you don't pay for it, they're going to get it. That's it. And it comes across. Well, Even nice. the blockers on it. Yeah. 
You know, you're and I don't approve anybody putting it. Put shit across. The porn is unbelievable. I'm just going to say this. When I heard a guy talk about his daughter the other day, a friend of mine, and he said he's, he's got to get some kind of help, I said, fucking help. You better go get an airplane and just jump out of it. I said, because at the age of 12 years of old, this psychologist has told this guy that his daughter has the mentality of a 20-year-old. I said, what? He goes, that's the level that's come across their phones that they, people don't even realize what kids are seeing. That's, that's well, sad. That, 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 but that could be true, man. You know, Joe, you're saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to butt in, but here we are. No, no problem. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it doesn't matter what's coming across our technological devices. If we're not taught um, by our parents how to distinguish between fact and fiction, between Willow yep. Wiley Coyote, and falling down, um, mm-hmm. uh, falling down a, into a ravine and by right. a cartoon, why, and why the uh, fact and fiction it? from the propaganda that the um, American government is feeding us—it doesn't really matter. Right. Um, they had these right. same complaints with radio and TV, even though they also complimented radio and TV for gathering the uh, the, the kids around for, for supper and stuff like that. The thing is, no, you can't put your hands on my kids, okay? I'm with Tave on that, but I understand 417's point. The thing is, is that by just inform me, and don't worry, mm-hmm. the kid is not going to uh, cause any more problems in school anymore, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Because my kid is going to be very fearful of what happens when he comes home. It's bad enough that you can suspend my child and then um, expel my child. That's enough, but you can't put your hands on me. Even though I went oh. to a school in which they were very free in putting their hands on the kids. <laughs> to me, it always seemed like the Catholic schools did that. I always heard about the nuns, or my friends that went to different oh, schools. Oh, boy. Pro- the nuns would bust their knuckles and stuff like that. Worse <laughs> than that. Let me tell you something. They, they, yeah, had, uh, they got priests. They, got, they have orders called brothers. They were free to smack you in the face and knock you up against the lockers. Oh, my okay? God. That was permissible in Catholic school. Yeah, I remember them Blues Brothers nuns, man. Them Blues Brothers nuns <laughs> wasn't playing. That's all I ever heard about was the nuns and the knuckles, man. They would smash their knuckles up. Woo! Beat that dog you, shit. You, you guys remember the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, he's right here from my sure. area in Ohio. I know his mother. Uh-oh. <laughs> I do. I, I know his mother personally for over a year. Do they still live she in She was a school teacher. She was a school teacher. Mm-hmm. Now, she was. Now, they're from Bath, Ohio. Well, this was in, Ron, this you, was in Missouri. You, are, I'm telling you, it was Jeffrey Dahmer's mom. She was a school well, teacher. They said he was fucked right? up from the get-go because he used to do some bad shit to, like, animals when he was a kid. And they say that's the well, first thing he had a problem. It was his mother's fault. His yeah, mother. That's what I was going to Because he was abandoned yeah. as a child. You yeah. understand? He was uh, adopted out because uh, his mother yeah. was a nut. Uh, All right? My third-grade uh, teacher's uh, name was Mrs. Dahmer. And I swear it's Jeremy Thomas' oh, mom. That bitch was evil. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that parent teacher. I don't know if that's true or not, oh, but it's, it's, a real, it's a real story. I mean, I did have a third grade nun teacher named Mrs. Dahmer. And then Jeffrey Dahmer came out like five, six years later, like, oh, I know his I was in the chair. We were recording. I came up with that shit. So I was watching one of the teleprompters and shit going on and trying to look like up the television station. And I said, that. Oh, my God. I got my ass here. But I just couldn't help, and everybody you know, cracked it laugh once they figured it out. 
But it was you know, fun. Ron, when, <laughs> <laughs> when you said I know Jeffrey Dahmer's mother, the first thing that popped in my mind is that you're fucking Jeffrey Dahmer's mother. So that sounds like Ron. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I would. I would, but I can still see her bottom stain deep, gritting her teeth at me. The word is idea. Smack, smack, smack. Rip, oh, pop, you know. Pop, man. I was like, I was in a motorcycle wreck in a bar fight. That's what I looked like. So I went home. No, yeah. no more parent-teacher conferences after some of the parents never came back home and they found their heads ah. later in the freezer to Miss Dahmer's. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They need to go back and check that old school. It's all been closed down, but oh my god, I can read. Well, hell, the fucking the goddamn the pastor or the the father is there. His last his name was Father Mac. Ain't that fucking hilarious? Before Mac Daddy was out, anyway, his last name was Mac. That's his last name, Mac. This motherfucker got indicted, and fifteen years later, after I was out of that school for fucking child molestation, and he used to take kids with him and shit. This one kid named Todd I knew. He said, "Yeah, he's, he's late. he used to let me lay down and nap." His lap while he's driving and taking long trips, places, stuff like that. I'm like, what? Did mm-hmm. they ever did oh, yeah, Father Mac was lay on his lap. Okay. And you like to think that's okay or something? I didn't say nothing about it, but okay, whatever, man. Fuck that. I never got invited. But I now, was the organ player. Yeah, you were lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, was the organ, I played the organ there at the, at the church. Did what? they claim that Dahmer was gay, or did he just go after the gays and kill oh, them? Oh, I don't I know. Never... I don't. I don't know that the real history weird. of that guy. I, just, I knew he was a serial killer. I don't know the actual facts yeah. on what he did. And I know it, his first victim it, went to high right. school where I did. His first victim went right. to high school. And right. I understand that that kid was not gay, but that's why I questioned because I didn't know if Dahmer would, because that's how he would lure some of them kids or them guys in with being like, try to get them, you know, I don't know if they were at the gay bars or whatever, but I didn't know if he was right. actually gay and then or he was spiteful towards them and wanted them dead in that sense, but he, I, he played that role like the, sheep, the wolf in sheep's clothing type shit. Yeah, Fuck, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm about to read up on it now because I'll, I'll be curious until I know. But uh, you know, anyway, but it, just the point was, that, um, but the reason I mentioned that because that's how she was. She was, a, she was a nun, oh okay? And she could beat the dog shit out of you. But I can say the word idea, can't I? Perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, you, the, the word used to my mouth was ideal. I couldn't, I, some reason I couldn't say idea. I just couldn't do it. But I can now. I fucking be well trained. I am the I best professional right now. idea speaker of the Joe, word idea in the planet. Joe's got his idea <laughs> what he thought when you said that. Now I'm thinking to myself when if, if Ron's sitting in class and she goes, Ron, you're going to have to stay after class today. Maybe even come in here on Saturday morning and for detention. And yeah. I'm thinking, holy fuck. Yeah, I'm fucked. I'm never coming home. Yeah, I probably thought here. that. Yeah. Hey, when they publish pictures of teachers that abuse children, the vast majority of the pictures are females. They be abusing yes, boys. Left and right. Yeah. Why are they dangerous? And they're not, they're they're not they? blonde, brunette, or redhead. They're and all they fucking are, purple and blue. And they all, most of them, most of them are so good looking. You have to ask yourself, it's got to be vanity for these good looking chicks in their 20s and 30s to keep going after 16 and 17 and 14 year olds. Oh, you thought I was getting busted for molestation? Really? Yeah. High school age? Well, I got a couple of teachers I need to send to fucking prison then. But I'm going to tell you right now, man, uh, yeah, I guarantee that. I could, I could talk to tell some shit on that school like mine, I guarantee it. But anyway, now we're now this group here. Why, group why would you right do now. that? You're getting that nice piece of ass, and you're gonna go cry. Oh, she raped me. No, no, no. Now, I would let that boy. She so, can do whatever she wants to. How about this so one? Boys don't cry. We're close in the same age range. Somewhere we're close. We're all old school. Let me ask you this: 
Can you look back in high school and think of one teacher that you could actually pinpoint as a man that you thought was fucking around with the, the cheerleaders? Because I know for a fact, and it comes to, comes to light 25 years after high school, my gym teacher was like a, I don't know, a, 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 what do you want to call that, uh, Magnum P.I. looking, Tom Selleck looking dude. And he had all the ladies. And my mom and dad told me after I got out of high school, oh, yeah, Mr. So-and-so was down at the, the bar Froggies, and he had two or three of them girls you go to school with. I go, well, they ain't even fucking 21. or ain't even 18 yet. He goes, yeah, exactly. So I know that the, the physical education teacher always had his hand on some shit going oh, on. Yeah. Yeah, our local school just popped one a couple years back for that shit. They got caught hey, down with a stick out of the parking lot. Rick, you from Missouri. At East St. Louis High School, it was two girls walking down the hall, and one of them had some brand-new tennis shoes on, and the other one didn't. They got to fighting. It's because they were both messing with a teacher, and he bought one some tennis shoes and didn't buy the other. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. But I knew kids that were in high school were on the pole already, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking 14, 15, 16 years old shit on the fucking poles, man, down to East St. Louis. East St. Louis is dangerous. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You know, you know that's I, I have to say that's my birthplace because it is where I was born. And, you know, that's why, you know, being a rock musician, that's what, that, that's what you know, that was the, 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 the breach of the beast when I came out, you know. And uh, I'm just playing East St. Louis. But no, East St. Louis, man, it, yeah, rough country. It was real bad back in the eighties, seventies, eighties. East St. Louis was a motherfucker. How far are you guys from Eureka, Missouri? From when you're talking about East St. Louis, I'm, I went to school in uh, Northwest for a half a year in Eureka. Yeah, that's up north, Missouri, ain't it? Yeah. Okay. I'm down <laughs> south. I'm down southwest towards Branson. Well, East St. Louis has always had a bad reputation. It's like the uh, either the west side or east side of Chicago and Harlem right. and New York right. and Compton right. and Stockton. You know, they're all, they have all these pockets all around the United States. <clears throat> but when it comes down to the molestation of children, which we were talking about, I doubt if there was a male victim, let's say a 14, 15-year-old boy who complained about the good-looking teacher trying no. to put her hand down his pants. <laughs> nope. Nope. Hell, hell, all of us sat back in Spanish class looking at the Spanish teacher going, I wish she would touch my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, my homeschool. I I know my homeschool, my homeschool teacher and my math teacher, the two women I know very well in high school, very well. They're excellent educators. Well, but look. anyway, <laughs> but there's a couple other ones I would like to pick up to the ball game. You know, I would. Get that, but see, that. you guys would be uh, disappointed in me because we're we're all talking now about the young. I had my uh, college professor come on to me, and we did it. She was kind yeah. of older, but you know, at least I yeah. at least I did it. Absolutely. <laughs> school, if you wouldn't you know. have done it, I would have felt less about you. Exactly. It's <laughs> like age stake. You know, it's kind of like age stake. Yeah. Yeah. Take it on. Uh, I played high school and baseball. I played high school baseball, and we had to get a physical. And we go in the nurse's room, the whole, you know, one player at a time. She tell you to drop your pants, and she'd be feeling around for hernia. Then she grabs oh, your ball man. and tell you to cough. <laughs> uh, I don't think and I bet, do that. And I bet day. every student, and every student stayed inside that hall, stayed inside that room for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> 
Unless you had a guy that looked at your cross eyed like that guy from the uh, Cannonball Run Doctor with his eyes crossed in the syringe because the guy that gave me my Pee Wee football and baseball stuff, he's but old Mister. I should say his name, but I won't. But he was. I can't relate to you dude. guys. And I, I can't like, relate. Man, oh, man, you I can't, can't relate. Nobody wanted the physical. Nobody. I was Oh, the physical for football. When I went to play football and I had to get that physical shit done, I had ass naked ain't in it. This dude comes in, looks at me, runs around, grabs his shit, comes back. And he goes, he told me, he goes, look, lady, this cannot be real. Look at this guy. And I'm looking back and forth. What the fuck are they talking about, you know? And, and she goes, well, but he is. He goes, no, it can't be. He's white. He, there ain't no way he could have something like that. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only other time we'll have that experience in life where we think about, okay, the doctor's going to be hot, and she's going to stick her, do her touch, cough, and lift, and tuck, and whatever, is when you go get your prostate exam the first time because they put that rubber glove on, they lick the, the finger, and they go, well, we have to do this, but neither one of us is going to like it. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, well, right. they love it. They love it, man. They get, into <laughs> get the fuck away mm. from me with that thing. <laughs> Yeah. Did you flip your nails? Well, I'm glad you guys had a. <clears throat> sounds like you guys had a little fun there when you're upbringing. Yeah, it was well, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. First time I had a digital exam, it was a female nurse that had done it. So I tell you yeah. what, now this is the honest to God truth on this. And if you ever had the claps back in them days, and oh, yeah, you go absolutely. to the doctor, the doctor have you lay your damn dick on the desk. And he hit it with a mallet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did that. Or rip it out. Put a rim on that motherfucker like a shotgun barrel and rip that bitch out because you're so infected. They pull a fucking clean the fucking old thing up. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So, when I was gone. in the service. Yeah. When I was in the service, we had guys who had what we what did we call it? Um, the Mexican clap, I think it was. And um, yeah, you had to stick that dick out, and you know they had it. Oh boy, I never caught it. Thank oh. God, but I mean, for what stories well, I've I, heard, I'm a, I'm a two-time loser. I can't help. It. I'm a rock musician, but you know, shit happens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, oh. the, one well, the first the time I got that penicillin shot, I'll tell you what, I was fucked. Oh, it, it was it was burns. rough, man. It was rough. Then it became one shot deal, not no big deal. That's <laughs> whatever you fucking want, and you can survive it. You know. Yeah, I'm going you, in one for the team, you know. You're lucky that you didn't have to continue, but I knew a guy in the service. He had the clap, and they stuck him with uh, penicillin every week. His fucking yeah. left cheek of his ass swelled up to look like a fucking <laughs> boulder, while the right oh, ass, shit. right ass cheek was normal. It was, it was uh, man, it was right, weak. right. He had a bad infection. Mm. He, well, he didn't take care mm. of it properly, you know. So that mm. fucker starts dripping. Don't think it's a slobber. You want to take care of it, you know. Uh, it shocked me. I, my first time, I was like, you fucking whore. You know, fucking, you know, I thought yeah. dick was clean and straight. And, you know, it, of course not. Of course not. Why the fuck? And I'm going to go on a date that night when I figure it out, too. That's nice, ain't it? Another chick. Like, motherfucker. Look, it's hard, it's hard to be I a whore. Screwing, I'm sorry. I was screwing a chick in the Volkswagen and got a hernia. Oh, fuck. My, well, you would in a fucking Volkswagen. Wait a minute. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> That's like playing Naked Twister. Oh, my God. Well, it did. I had a hydrofill, and it caused my testicles to fill up with fluid, and it wouldn't come out. So I went to the hospital, and my testicle was big as damn grapefruit, seemed like. So anyway, I'm in the examination room with the doctor, 
Doctor had me take off my clothes. Now he examined. Then he left the room. Said I'll be right back. He came back, opened the door. Must have been about fifteen or twenty intern students. He said, "Now this is the case we were talking about the other day." They all standing there <laughs> looking at me naked with balls big as grapefruit. Yeah, you don't want to go to a student. You don't want to go to a teaching uh, teaching hospital. <laughs> yeah, university hospital. You don't like them. How the hell did we get on this subject? Hey, I don't I know. I'll tell you this. Yeah, this is all, I all have, I know is about I'd the have, All you got to remember is one thing. Don't worry about putting toilet paper on the seat because the shithouse crabs jump 10 feet. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, heads. Yeah. Yeah, gold star winners. Uh, I think how we got this subject was on the fact of the children being beaten on and all that stuff. We yep. got to wander off into this. If yeah, we only had problems. this much to worry about now. Yeah. Fuck. This is well, minimal you know, compared to what we're looking at. Yeah, this, yeah, we don't, and man, there's so much going on, nobody has a fucking clue. You know, I mean, we do. We get it. You know, those who so don't, if we you know. fix yeah. the kids, so if we get the parents to fix their kids, what do we do about these fucking teachers? Well, we're fucked there. That's, there's the problem right there. You, there's nothing you can do. You know, right. you, you can't go into, you can't go into, a, can't go into a meeting no more, say a fucking board or you nope. go to jail. You have That's no right. constitutional rights, and a lot of people. I told people. I, I told people this fact: this, you ain't got no constitutional rights. Are you a U.S. citizen? Oh yes, I am. Well, you have no fucking constitutional rights. The constitution was written for U.S. citizens. It was not written for U.S. citizens at all. A lot of people don't catch that, you know. But it wasn't. It wasn't wrote, written for U.S. citizens. That's a whole different thing. It's a whole different character. What? A whole different person. What not happened the same to Looks the same, but it's different. Now that the now that this this corporation they're talking about has has gone bankrupt, the United States as as its entity, it's, it's been bankrupt. Does that happen when you go bankrupt? That everything, all your paperwork, all your laws, your rules, everything that you're un, underneath that is actually just trashed in. Isn't that what happens with these banks when they when Pretty they go much. bankrupt? So if the much. country itself, the United States, everybody that we think of with the Constitution and law, has gone bankrupt, and it's done it what three times since 1933. We don't have any laws, but we're only doing people have, are following, abiding by them, just be on the basic faith, I guess, what did you call it. So well, they the, basically the, the, do whatever they want. The reason, the, the real reason, is in reality, in the future. Okay, I'm not a, I'm not Miss Cleo, and I'm, I can take all my nine hundred fucking line, and I'm gonna tell you the future. But here is the future: one bank. That's it. It's already it's already in play. There is no way around this. Once they take full control, the one bank controls it all. Then we call it new world order. Then that's what it will be. Well, they'll control every amount of money you take, every amount of money you spend, where you work, what you buy. But they're already doing that now. But they're not controlling the flow of the cash yet. That's coming. That's coming soon. Because they got to kill the dollar. They got to get rid of that paper fucking dollar. They got to figure out which way. They know right now if they killed it right now, they're going to have a fucking problem, okay, a massive problem in this country. People will fucking eat them up alive. You got to remember there's only a couple thousand motherfuckers that there's millions of us. You know what I'm saying? You got a little handful of fucks, people control a mob this fucking big, you're fucked. And See, most of the motherfuckers work for you. Say this. Now, we know that for a fact, and the, the numbers, the yes. percentage-wise, to complete how bad right. it is. But right. what they've done is they've taken religion and they've taken Christianity, and they've got so many people believing on oh, their yeah. behalf 
Yeah, that that now you have new. Christians going to kill have, Christians. Perfect. That's exactly right. But you got to remember something. It's, it's going to be an all-out full money fucking bullshit deal. But you got to yeah. remember, this shit's been going on before biblical times. The yeah. Catholic religion convinced people to buy one of their tickets and they would go to heaven. And they keep and I, on fucking doing it. They took a they kingdom, they took a king <laughs> shit, gold, probably everything. So, hey uh, uh, guys, uh, news flash for your information. Uh, the House of Representatives has impeached Mayorkas. Yeah, I've seen that earlier. refusal to comply with the law and a breach of public trust. So, just let yeah, you know. 214, 215 was a vote on that, wasn't it, Sarge? There's now there's how they get rid of Biden. There's Biden's way out the door right now because he should fall under the same statutes. Same uh, he's, boss. he's his boss. He's his That's boss. Right. All yeah. of them below him should be under the same, have to all be going, oh, shit, we're going to jail. Or we're going down to the gallows. One of the two. Well, you know, it's going to be DOA in the Senate. They'll never vote to convict him. But they, but he has been impeached. And that's the start. Good. Good. That sissy five fucker couldn't do nothing. I can't even stand what he looks. You, you know, know what I mean? That fucking my, Mayorkas is, there's too many foreign people and sitting in American politics, let alone there's too many politics going on, or too many just overall. But there's too many fucking foreigners that got say on what goes on with Americans. As far as I'm concerned, I hate it. I don't think it should be allowed. You're not we do the same here. thing, too. You're not, you're not rule we do, we, no, the CIA does that shit, too, all the time. They do all kinds of shit like that. That's You know that? drives me nuts. We are number one in that fucking game. Manipulating, starting wars, taking over countries, fucking people over. We're good at that shit. Real good. Good time. Well, well, I, I, I look, yeah, I, I'd like to remind you, Mike, and this is going to set your teeth on edge. All these people will tell you that if you're born an American citizen, that means you're eligible to be president. Well, I'd like to remind you, i got to keep reminding people of this, Prince Archie, uh, Meghan, and Harry Spahn was born a British citizen. He is also, I think, fourth or fifth in line of succession to be the English king. Now, you're going to tell me the framers of the Constitution would have been okay with someone who's in line to be British king to be eligible to be president of the United States? Even if he was born an American citizen by virtue of the Immigration and Naturalization Act of 1953? Really? Why they will tell you that Prince Archie is eligible to be the president because he was born an American citizen because his mama is a natural-born citizen, even though she is married mm-hmm. to Prince Harry. And by the way, mm-hmm. Winston Churchill... His mother was a natural-born American citizen, but when he was born, a mother could not transmit her citizenship to her child if she married a foreign national. That is the only reason Winston Churchill was not an American citizen. This shit would have all been over a long time ago then because they had sped this up a lot faster. Well, well, Winston, Winston, Winston. Winston Churchill did become an American citizen. Honorary. It was bestowed, it was bestowed it was on him. Yeah, honorary, though. It wasn't actual. But, yeah, he did get honorary American citizenship by a vote of Congress, uh, a resolution in both houses, and they made him an honorary American citizen. But just think, if he had been born after 1922, when they passed the Cable Act, then he would have been an American citizen. 
Well, well you we, talk we about courage. Back and look. We have to go back and look and start seeing when they started implementing these numbers of people like Ron's talking about, the number of people that sit in, in politician seats that vote make these votes and who they're affiliated with and show, goes to show who was who in, when, amongst all the world wars. All right, let me play this real quick here, real, uh, guys, real quick. It's about me. I'm arguing with a guy about a match. I don't know if it's going to come through all right or not, but just uh, see how it plays. You got eight minutes left, Joe. Just so you know, bro. Uh, you got an echo. No. Yeah, not you got to work. one of them down. No, it's not, not going to work, so I'm going to direct connect. So that's all right. I'll play it in another show or whatever. But it's a good conversation. It's me and this store manager arguing back and forth about wearing a mask. So, uh, and uh, this guy, he's something I'll else. I'll be on man. at 10 o'clock tonight. Huh? Fucking people. I'll be on. I'll be on at ten o'clock tonight. You want to come hang out with me? All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, anybody else got anything you want to add here? I guess we kind of covered went around the world there. Uh, you know, uh, the trolls tried breaking in. Donnie C's in the chat room. Uh, hello, Donnie C. You know, but, but we had a bunch of people in the chat room tonight. So uh, I think I missed my convention of states meeting, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, boy, uh, Tave, I got a video just about uh, made for you there. I'm going to try to send it over tonight. I don't know how long you want to okay. work. If you want to put one together. No, but, yeah, no, I'll be up. Whatever you're going to do, that's fine. All right. Yeah, man, that was the last video you made. That was pretty damn good, man. You know, that's background music was copyrighted, <laughs> but that's okay. Well, that's cause mm-hmm. I, I, I laid over the top of it, and when you're talking, they can't say nothing. You can't, can't depict over no, what the lyrics are using. Uh, yeah, they yeah. They can't afford the house. They can't afford the car. Who's that? I don't know. That's probably you playing in the background. That's not me. Somebody else. Oh. Uh, hey, but uh, how was I sounding when I had the microphone going, though? Was I sounding all right? Does anybody remember? Let me try using the microphone and see. see what you let me know how I sound. All right, guys. Can you hear me? Can you hear it's me okay? a little muffled. Is the sound okay it's or not? It's a little no? bit muffled. It kind of sounds a little flat. Really? All right. Yep. <clears throat> he is affordable. When the administration All right. Now I've got to stick with this. Who's that in the background there playing something? Nothing's affordable. Houses are $400,000. Gotta be sorry. All right, guys. I guess we'll get ready to wrap it up then, huh? I got some, I got some, make some more direct mail. and uh, Any last thoughts there? Want to go down the line? Anybody last thoughts? Last anything? Yeah, I'm going to say one thing. But 110, never again. 109 countries put these sons of bitches, they banned them, exiled them, excommunicated them, and God said, put them to the sword. He sent different armies out after them, and they didn't do the job then. They haven't got up to them now. It needs to be done in order for this entire, not just country, this entire world to be ever have any normalcy again. Any. Because they cannot continue to be who they are, where they are, and how they do things. You see what happens. Yeah. I mean, uh, Sarge, anything you want to add here? You were my, pretty much the, my co-host tonight. What's, any of you still out there? Maybe not. He's got to get to his mute button, maybe. Pianchi, somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Pianchi, you still there? No, he might have left too. All right, I guess everybody jumped off. Well, Ron Rack, anything you want to say? Promote your show here real quick. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. 
Okay, all right. I'm just my, I'm screwing with something. But anyway, yeah, man, uh, I'm doing a show night, Crazy Nation Radio. It's my birthday today, so we're gonna rock out and uh, uh, just we're gonna go off the rails with some crazy shit like this. But you know, it's you know how I am. That's just the way it goes. And of course, I'll take a lot. Did that too. Yeah. By the way, Joe, there is something I wanted to say, but I had I was double muted and I had to get to both buttons. But look, all right, go ahead, Josh. Uh, yeah, man, the problem is we'll say, trying to figure out what it is to say. If that is so goddamn much to choose from, I don't know what the hell to say. Actually, all I can say is, man, hey, keep your head on a swivel. Watch out, because we're being attacked from all around the clock. 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and every point in between. Just keep your head going around, keep yourself informed, and be ready to respond. That's right. Here, early here. voting starts. Uh, hey, early voting starts Thursday. So for here in my district, I don't like that, man. Geez, two weeks before the primary, early that's voting. That's, I don't like that at all. You know, and here man, we really are put the still, and we still don't have a definite fix on the problem that's already existed with the balloting, and still have the same shit shows going on. It's just going to happen again. Well, I'm certified as a poll watcher. I took the class uh, just over the weekend. They they stuck it to uh, they had a thing in where they sent it out. Uh, if you want to become a certified poll watcher, where you can uh, they train you to tell you what to look for and everything. I know what to look for. You damn criminals! You the, the, the Democrats coming in stuffing the back ballots, uh, putting fake ballots in there, taking the old well, ones out. Because the uh, oh, Democratic I, I poll watchers, the training they get for strippers, gay strippers. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying I. I yeah, I'm a professional <laughs> poll watcher. I mean, come on. Right. I don't know. Anyway, the Demi- we'll play. Hey, the Democratic, the Democratic poll watchers are just do it on the other side of the gay rainbow flag. Yeah. They like to watch those ones. If your killer instincts are not clean <laughs> and strong, you will hesitate. You may call us an homo rainbow. You will not kill. You will become dead. You may call us an homo rainbow. And then you will be in a world of shit. Because Marine... Are not allowed to die without permission. Do you maggots understand? Sir! Tonight, if you will sleep with your rifle, you will give your rifle a girl's name. Because this is the only pussy you people are going to get. Your days of finger banging old Mary Jane Rottencrotch through her pretty pink panties are over. You're married to this piece, this weapon of iron and wood, and you will be faithful. <laughs> but we are making a stand, and we're waking everybody up that 9-11 was an inside job. And you are the minority. You are the cowards who don't know the truth. You're the people that serve this evil system. You're the people that serve a system that hurts innocent men, women, and children. Not just Iraqis, not just Afghans, not just Africans, but the people right here in this nation. You serve a new world order that attacks and feeds on you. And I'm here to tell you that you will be defeated. Your hours are numbered. We've got the energy. We've got the life force. All you've got is evil backing you up. All you've got is greed and not going to look at yourself in the mirror. Because deep down, the New World Order is a pot-bellied, chicken-necked ninny. 
and all the armor and all the weapons are nothing. You are nothing compared to good. You are nothing compared to life. And you will be defeated. I want the individuals out there, I want free humanity to turn themselves loose, to cut the chains loose. And to use the end of that chain to slap the new world order right upside the head. You've got the power. You want to know who can defeat the new world order? It is you. You're the individuals that are going to be able to defeat this system. You're the individuals that are going to be able to take down the new world order. It doesn't matter if Ron Paul wins. It doesn't matter if they rig the election. What matters is, is that we're starting to stand up. We're starting to move. We're starting to find our legs. We're starting to build our muscles. We're starting to realize that we do have power, and we can work together, and we can take action, and that the naysayers are a pack of weak liars who have never had any successes in their life and who are upset and frustrated to see us beginning to have victories against tyranny. They don't have any respect for themselves. They don't have any vision. And they don't have any will. And they sure don't have any of the power that shines out of God's soul and energizes all life in the universe. They have wed themselves to death. And they will crumble, and they will fall, and for eternity we wed ourselves to life, and to everything good, and everything that flows from it. Oh yeah, you can't beat that, man. That's awesome, right there. Joe's the guy. Joe Little Alex Jones is married to a second Jew now. Oh yeah. All right, everybody. God bless the Republic. Take care.